0: You're listening to Minor Talk On Demand, exclusively on 600 ESPN El Paso. Stay up to date with Minor Talk by downloading the free 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app.
1: It's time to get ready for Minor Talk with Adrian Brotus and Sal Montez. Minor Talk is presented by the Oscar Audieta Agency, seven locations across El Paso, celebrating 24 years of serving the Sun City and Legacy Wellness Center CBD. Call into the show at 880-5763 or tweet the show at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Now, let's go live to the Lube and Go studios with your host, Adrian Brodes.
2: Walker turns, comes right on the option, cuts it upfield, uh-uh, no gain. He's taken down for no gain at the two-yard line.
0: Joyce UTEP fans, UTEP football is 5-1 and one to start the season. He's Sal Montez. I'm Adrian Bratis. We're bringing you minor talk. And oh man, I know fans Fans are already calling us right now. 880 5763. That's a telephone number to get into the program. 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter and online, 600 ESPNLPASO.com. It's a party here in the Lubingo studios right now. UTEP defeats Southern Miss today, 26 to 13. Yeah, I mean, every minor fan can rejoice right now after starting off five and one on the season. I mean, UTEP right now is just one win away from bowl eligibility. All credit goes to the defense in this game in my opinion. I mean, we saw what we we saw in the first half. Uh Gavin Hardison was able to connect uh with Jacob Cowing a few times early on into that opening possession. They cap it off with a nice touchdown rush by uh by Ronald Watt. You also had um you know just a couple drives later, a 55-yard rushing touchdown by Jacob Cowing. Miners go into the first half up 14 to 6. But how about that UTEP defense? It's uh, cornerback Dennis Barnes with an interception. Defensive end Praise Mayhule with a forced fumble, along with J- uh, Breon Hayward who uh, gets a 55-yard recovery for a touchdown. Jadrian Taylor comes up with two big sacks. Josh Ortega with a sack and gets a safety for the UTEP defense. How about the minor defense also with that fourth and goal stop? And they they stunted that Southern Miss offense in this game. I mean, um, I know they're going up against a freshman quarterback. Somebody who was thrown into the mix. They the Southern Miss Golden Eagles have been dealing with injuries left and right. But this was homecoming week for the Golden Eagles. They had the crowd going in a big way. UTEP was up. It was 14-7. Uh, Gavin Hardison had thrown an interception in the back of his own end zone. Southern Miss gets the ball, and just two plays later, you get that strip sack by of Mayhule. You get the touchdown by that UTEP defense, and everything. everybody goes silent in that crowd. The game is over at that point. All, all momentum, UTEP, and they're able to get the way in twenty six to thirteen, wow, Sal. They're five and one.
3: Yeah, the defense was big, big time today. That's uh, three weeks in a row, really, that the miners' defense uh, makes those adjustments at the half, I and mean, we can even count um, BCU. But really, these last three games, the miners on defense making those adjustments, the right ones at, at half. But not only do they make, they come out of the half with a lot of energy, with a sense of urgency, and they play that way for the final two quarters. I mean, this team really able to put the pieces of the puzzle together.
0: Most definitely, Sal. I'm with you 100%. What a game it was. 880-5763. That's our telephone number. We're presented by the Oscar Arieta Agency. When it comes to any type of insurance, there's only one agent that I trust with my insurance. It's the Oscar Arieta Agency. I've been a proud customer since I've been in college. Nothing crazy. Not a hard process at all. They came up with a custom auto insurance policy for me. When it comes to home, auto, or life insurance, trust the experts at the Oscar Adieta Agency. Check them out online, OscarAdietaAgency.com. We're going to open up the phone lines throughout this entire show. We're going to go to Twitter. We've got a lot of tweets to get to, a lot of excited minor fans after this victory. Let's start off the phones right now with Roman, who's joining us on the fo- on the phone lines right now, 880-5763. That's our telephone number to get into minor talk. What's going on, Roman?
4: No, I just want to say, like, uh, congratulations, Miners. I mean, uh, Miners fans are excited everywhere around the Paso right now. Uh, it's going to be a really good season. Obviously, we can see that there's been a lot of improvement, uh, which is exciting. Um, I think that uh, we can look forward to a couple of different games during, you know, down the, the line here, and I think one of them is going to be Lot Tech, and I think that uh, if we can see that they can, you know, hang in there with Lot Tech, that uh, we got a pretty legitimate, like, team. I think that we see that we're going now, but... I think that if we can come close and even actually beat La Tech, that um, we can see a really uh, good rest of the season. And possibly a bowl game, we'll see what happens.
0: Roman, if they are able to beat La Tech... I mean, are we ready to talk about this UTEP team as a potential 9-10 win team? Because I think that would be that that would be what they would be on pace for if they were to beat La Tech. The Bulldogs are really good in conference play. I think next week's going to be a slugfest, going to be very difficult these next two weeks to try to get a victory. But I'm with you. I mean, momentum's on UTEP's side right now. It, you you look at this team and you can't count them out. The way that they battle back from adversity, I'm with you. It, it, this has been a very fun season to watch if you're a UTEP footballer fan
4: absolutely I mean they played played like really well Uh, it was all around uh, all three phases of the game was really played well uh, with this team I know that uh, Louis uh, Southern Miss wasn't um, uh, you know one of the best teams record-wise but they played physical they always play physical during uh, you know with UTEP and uh, I think that we came out with the victory and and that was like that has something to say about this team uh, moving forward.
0: Hey, great job, Roman. Appreciate the phone call. Thanks for weighing in, man. 880-5763. That's our telephone number if you'd like to weigh in. We're also at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter right now. Uh, Let's go read some tweets real quick. Sleepy Kev5. Kevin tweets the show, digging all these all-white uniforms from
3: UTEP. What do you think about those white unis that they rock today, Sal? It's super icy, man. I love the white-on-white-on-white combo. Lately, their uniform selections, I mean, we're talking about the football team, but fashion-wise, I love that the uniforms that the Miners have chosen. Basically, this season, I-, I know that before, they've worn some of those same combos, but to, to hit combo after combo after combo, we got to give them credit, too.
0: Yeah, and Kevin follows it up by saying, UTEP football can easily compete for a Conference USA title this year. There is no excuse why they shouldn't. There's a lot of things they have to fix on the offensive side of the ball, but this is the best defense I have ever seen from this team in a very long time. You
3: know what, Adrian, really quickly before we move on, I'm trying to find the tweet, but apparently there's a contest going on right now between UTEP and Cincinnati for the best uh, uniform combos. Let me see if I can find it. All right. I can't find it on Twitter right now. I'll keep on looking for it, but there's a poll going on and the Miners, I forgot who they beat last. Now they're going up against Cincinnati. And the last time I checked, of course I voted UTEP, right? Um, It was like something 64 to 36. The Miners were up.
0: Send that my way. I want to see yeah, that. That's I'll awesome. Hey, Leo it. underscore minor fan tweets the show. Minor talk on 600 ESPN El Paso coming up after the post game. He's trying to, he's getting pumped for it. Leo's always tuning in to minor talk. We appreciate that. Hey, we appreciate Ryan. Who's joining us next on minor talk. Eight, eight, zero five, seven, six, three. That is our telephone number. As we continue, Ryan, what'd you think of today's game?
5: Hey man, um, my hats off to the minors. It was awesome. I'm in Las Vegas and uh, sweet. They turned the game on for me at 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 Buffalo Wild Wings, and man, by the third quarter, I had UTEP had fans like guys that never heard of UTEP, and they're you know singing praises, praises, you know. And um, but there was one play, there was one play in the fourth quarter that tells me all I need to know about this team. It was garbage time, and Southern Miss is you know they're driving, they're trying to score. And they hand the ball off, and here comes the safety number five. I believe it was Inyang, and I mean this guy comes flying in to make the tackle, still playing hard when he doesn't really have to in garbage time. And that just tells me like the character of the team. They're going to play till the final whistle, and they deserve to be five and one. They deserve a sold out Sun Bowl, and I just hope El Paso shows out for these guys next week.
0: I hope so, too, Ryan. I mean, uh, this this uh, cr- this uh, team really deserves way more than 11000 that they got last week uh, for sure. I hope that a lot of fans will come out. I mean, in a big way, this team will really need them next week more than anything because next week they're taking on a team in Law Tech that they really never beat. When you look at their program history, they've always struggled against the Bulldogs. So they will need all the fans that they can get for next week. I'm totally with you on that, Ryan. But-
5: I, I remember last year though they they had they had La tech on the road last. Oh year, yeah, on, on the road. Oh, yeah. So and and that was in Ruston. So this this is our year. So we'll see.
0: I like it. I like the confidence, Ryan. Appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks for tuning in. Eight eight zero five seven six three. 5763 That's our telephone number as we continue here on Minor Talk. Got a couple tweets to get to. Manny David tweets the show, much needed and well-deserved road win for the Miners. Now just one win from being bowl eligible. Wow, I support the team win or lose and was a doubter to start the season, but now I'm a believer. Hashtag pack the Sun Bowl. Hashtag Minor Talk. Hashtag picks up. Do you think that's going to happen throughout this, uh, throughout the fan base? Sal, where you see uh, fans kind of flip from their original? I mean, hey, even me, yeah. I'm I'm kind of flipping from my original thought. I thought this UTEP team would go maybe six wins, but kind of grind through and try to get six wins. Now it seems like eight wins is very possible for this team. I, I don't want to get ahead, but I think that's that could be the case. At least six to eight wins. That's a, that's very likely for this group.
3: Yeah, it's it's very likely. The schedule is favorable. It's just a matter of seeing if this team can can do it with the target on their backs. Now, I mean, they're gaining traction in terms of attention, or I should have just said gaining attention, uh, win after win. So these wins are going to be a lot harder to come by, and also those uh, afternoon kickoffs, Adrian. I want to see how they can perform throughout those final four games as well.
0: I'm with you, Eight eight zero five seven six three. That's our telephone number as we continue here on the show. 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter and online, 600 com. More tweets to get to, sidelines, UTEP tweets the show, great Twitter followers by the way got to get behind this team now El Paso another tweet YYS Yin Yang Samurai tweets the show okay Adrian and Sal UTEP won another one hashtag minor talk and it's a uh, it's a it's a Will Ferrell gif of him <laughs> singing and uh, of course he's shirtless I love it
3: oh man definitely shout out to YYS also a good guy we've always uh, loved hearing from him so uh, we're just waiting for that call man
0: yeah friend of our program that's right he also follows it up by saying this is adrian and sal in the studio before minor talk hits the air and it's uh and it's an awesome pump up video <laughs> that's going on right now yeah we're pretty hyped back here we're, we're definitely hyped in the lubigo studios
3: definitely i hurt my elbow i jumped off the table and scratched my my knee against the wall it's going you there you know, go regular saturday
0: eric joins us next on minor talk 880-5763 we've got one line available if you'd like to call in now is the time to do it we will go to Eric, and then we'll go to Steve. Eric, what's going on? Hey, Jen, how you guys doing? Eric, it's great to hear from you, my man. What do you think What'd you think of tonight's game?
6: Yeah, it's been a while. I've been kind of silent, but, hey, got to get back on it. <clears throat> Most definitely. Um, yeah, I, I mean, this game is crazy. I mean, like I told you, I texted you that, Adrian. Five wins. Like, I don't think anybody would have said that and UTEP in the same sentence. Like, it's crazy. But, like, the game itself, man, I told my cousin – I think this is the best I've seen this defense play in, like, a long time. Like, this defense was shutting down everything, except for that long touchdown at the beginning of the game. But, man, this defense played lights out. The only negative I have is, in the second half, the offense, I don't know what the heck happened to them, but... And they just could not get anything. Coming.
0: Well, I'll, I'll tell you, Eric, and I'm glad you brought this up. I'm really glad you did because UTEP starts uh, their first three possessions in the second half. The first time they started on the one yard line, their own one yard line. The second time, their own one yard line, and the third possession on their own six yard line. So UTEP starts with horrible field position, can't get anything to go because of uh, they're pretty much backed into their own end zone, and it's run, 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 being very conservative, trying to keep up the lead. Uh, Meanwhile the defense is having to do a lot of the legwork and trying to get things done. Following that safety by Josh Ortega, UTEP's offense was finally able to get things going. That's how they got that field goal late in the game, but they simply couldn't get anything going because they had no field posi- uh you know, no field in front of them to work with.
6: Yeah, that Southern Miss Special Teams was doing a very good job of pinning them back. But I mean Hardison was just making some throws where it was like it was very questionable throws. Like it was I don't know. But 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 let me ask
0: you this, uh, Eric, because I I get you. I get you when you say that Gavin Hardison isn't clicking on some of these throws, but he's only attempting 17 passes. Now, let's just break that down into two halves. If you're averaging about what? I mean, at most eight passes, nine passes, a half. How are you supposed to get in rhythm as a quarterback? So I I think Gavin Hardison's asked to do a lot under this current system when he's uh, asked to to hand the ball a lot more than he's asked to throw the ball. He's not able to get in rhythm so i get it there are some throws that where you're wondering why did Gavis, gavin hardison throw that you question his decision making but other times he's just simply not in his rhythm he's it's it's kind of like he's playing out of a, a kind of a position that he's or I guess a system that doesn't really fit him. What would you think about that, Sal?
3: You know what? Actually, this is interesting because Coach Warner. I'm trying to remember which game it was. I don't. And actually, I don't know if it was Coach Warner or Coach Dimmel, but um, they shared the same sentiment along the, along this, and uh, I'll kind of paraphrase it because I don't remember exactly. But they mentioned how Gavin doesn't necessarily fit the um, the type of quarterback for that system, and that they've learned to just trust him in other ways. You know, because he does things that are different than what the system actually calls for. So they're they're having to coach in a way that they've never coached before and allowing guys to... How can I say this? Like, if, if you tell a hitter to go right field, it's going to go left field, right? So just something along the lines of that but in football.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm totally with you. I hear what you're saying. Hey, Eric, I appreciate the phone call, man. Thanks for tuning in and tweeting us on the show as well. Love to hear your thoughts. 880 telephone number as we continue here on Minor Talk, 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter and online, 600ESPNElPaso.com. El Paso.com. Steve joins us next on Minor Talk. Steve, what do you think of tonight's game?
2: Uh, great defense, uh, good win for the miners. The coaching staff uh, really hats off because they've bought a level of player that the talent is is there on on both sides of of the ball. So that's wonderful. And so I, I think the talent uh, is there to potentially win the rest of their games. Maybe not UTSA, um, but the coaching has to be at a nine or a ten level in order for for that to happen. And I think. The defensive coaching is there. Uh, Offensive and special teams, it's just not at an elite um, level. So, for example, punt returns. If uh, the punt returner, Garrett, doesn't want to get the ball, uh, then have someone else back there or have two returners back there Always fair catch. Oh, Steve, can I pause you
0: really quick right yeah. there? Can I stop you because that's yeah. been Steve. Uh, Sal has talked about it. I've talked about it. Yeah. It's been one of the most frustrating things to watch when you see Garrett uh, not necessarily call for a fair catch, not catch that at any point. Yeah. He gives. He puts making, these. Yeah, yeah, he puts them in horrible positions where the miners are having to to deal with terrible, yeah. terrible field position,
6: and, and, and then get two guys
2: out there and always fair catch. Same thing on after a field goal, beginning of the game, beginning of halftime, after a touchdown, on the kickoffs, just there catch it. I don't know how many times a guy has tried to come out and they get tackled at the 10, the 15, the 20, gives up yards that is not uh, necessary. Prince, I love him, but a disciplined team does not allow that penalty to yeah. uh, keep the Southern Miss. And, and those are the small coaching things that have to be addressed if UTEP's going to compete with the likes of a Louisiana Tech and a UTSA. Again, the talent's there. Sometimes the coaching is, uh, is not. Um, and so that, is, that, to me, is a bit of a concern. Play calling needs to get a little bit more creative. You know, when Bra- Brownholtz is in the game, for sure it's going to be a run. He's either going to hand it off or he's going to, going to, to keep it, not fooling anyone there. Bolts is an excellent coach. He's going to have this team scouted north, south, east, west. So you can't, you can't afford to have mediocre offensive coaching against the likes of a UTSA, uh, Louisiana Tech. And I don't, I don't know if someone could talk to Coach Dimmel about this, but these are things that are correctable. You know, the other thing is play action every once in a while uh, so that you keep your defense on your toes. You, you saw the one time that they did the reverse to cowing, mm-hmm. um, you know, rare creativity, but it resulted in, in a touchdown. Um, and so, again, talent's there. I, I'm sometimes concerned about the coaching on the offensive side of the ball and on the special teams. Aaron Price has to have somebody talk to him about the punting issue and then, again, about calling the fair catch on, on the kickoffs. So those things are just simple fixes.
0: Yep, I appreciate the phone call, Steve. You're exactly right on that. I think simple fixes. So, look, and what you pretty much said right there, Steve, I-, I totally agree with. I would just say right now they're doing enough to win these games against lesser quality opponents. When it comes to the better opponents that you're you're talking about, like the Louisiana Techs of the world, uh, you look at UTSA two games down the road, along with uh, FAU, sandwiched in between. Those teams are way too good to uh, to fall in- into these kind of uh, you know trickeries. That UTEP wants to throw at you are not so trickeries, I should say. Very predictable plays that you might run offensively. The run, run, pass system. I don't like that kind of distribution right there. If I'm the minor offense, I would rather see something different for this La Tech game, Sal. Yeah. I want to see some passes. Let me see 26 to 30 pass attempts by Gavin Hardison in that game. Or if you're going to establish the ground, give me some mix, um, a variety. Give me something where I'm, I'm, you at least keep the defense on. Honest, like Steve said, with some play action or some at least zone reads at the quarterback position.
3: Yeah, teams know that there's uh, two strengths for the minor offense uh, when they go up against them. They scout a guy named Jacob Cowan, who's phenomenal. um, And although only uh, two receptions for 24 yards today, versatile in getting it done in that reverse for 50-plus yards. But also, um, they know that UTEP's running game is something that they really want to hit. But when I just mentioned Cowan and also uh, there's Garrett um, there was also another big catch today, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Smith had a 55-yard catch. That's right. That's so exactly the, right. The firepower is there for these guys. We, they just got to open up the playbook.
0: 880-5763. That's our telephone number. As we continue here on Minor Talk, we're also at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Um, Want to take a time out right now. When we come back, a lot of tweets to get to, a lot more of Minor Talk. UTEP defeats Southern Miss 26 to 13. They approved to 5-1, and just one win away from bowl eligibility. Stay with us as Minor Talk continues. We're presented by the Oscar Arieta Agency only on 6 6- ESPN El Paso. All right, welcome back. Minor Talk is live. UTEP football improves to 5 and 1. They defeated Southern Miss 26 13. Their first Conference USA road victory since 2018. Their first time beating Southern Miss in Hattiesburg in nine years. First time winning a Conference USA road opener since 2008. A night full of firsts. Uh, UTEP's defense comes up big tonight. UTEP improves to 5-1 on the season with a win over Southern Miss. If you'd like to talk about it, let's do it. 880-5763. Full phone lines right now, but our Twitter uh, is open right now at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter, where League Pass is checking in. Feel like the offensive coach slowed down. We have to get used to putting the score on the board no matter. Coach took the foot off the gas in this one. 880-5763 telephone number we continue. We're presented by the Oscar Arieta agent when it comes to home, auto, or life insurance, trust the local experts at the Oscar Arieta Agency. Let's go to the phone lines and welcome on Minetto, who's joining us on the phone lines. Our buddy Minetto eight eight zero five seven six three is our telephone number. What's going on, Minetto? How you doing, gentlemen? Doing great. How about yourself, my
7: man? I'm excited, pumped up. Um, first of all, I want to congratulate the entire team. Um one of the things that I really liked and impressed me today, I know Mr. Steve Kopowitz was saying, "Hey, you know what? Our defense was out there too long." I'm actually impressed and glad they are they were out there that long because now we sh- they've shown that now they have the stamina to play all fourth quarters. So that's impressive. Um another thing that, you know, we all I think I was griping years past that it, you know, this offense might be boring, this and that. But you know what, guys? If it's working, then let it be. I'm, you know, I'm kind of not sure. like knit knacking or, 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 you know, just saying, hey, they need to do this. You know what? It's working, guys. And I think that the people of El Paso, you know, what I would let them know is I'm calling everyone out, is that these men, um, these players have earned their their attendance. And, um, you know, I just look forward for everyone to show up next week and for the rest of the season.
0: I love it. Hey, Minetto, great job, man. Great to hear from you. Thanks for calling in on the show, as always, and thanks for uh, always tweeting us as well, tweeting us your thoughts. 880-5763, our telephone number. The message from Minetto is: Hey, support your team. Come out if you're a UTEP fan to next week against Louisiana Tech. Let's go to Ed, who's joining us next on the phone lines right now. I know somebody who's real happy after this UTEP victory, and his name is Ed. What's going on, my man? <laughs>
1: That's right. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, we can. I, and I and I hear your <laughs> I hear your excitement through the through the phones, man. I love it.
1: Uh, I love it too, man. Hey, this is this. People have to realize this is history right now. We're 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 in a historical season right now. This is history in the making, folks. Okay. 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 This is history. Okay. Let me just say some things here. First of all. We left a lot of points on the table tonight. What about those two big runs, those 55, 60-yard runs? If he doesn't run out of gas, those are touchdowns. What about that fourth-string receiver who was eight yards behind the DB that caught the ball? He muffled it a little bit. He caught it. He should have been gone for a touchdown. So we left at least three touchdowns out there that we could have gotten
0: no doubt I, I mean in the first half UTEP could have even put it away they had an opportunity after that interception with Dennis Barnes unable to, to uh, capitalize on it Tyron Smith has that 55 yard catch they go all the way down to the 5 yard line unable to score even a field goal Gavin Beckley's field goal is off on that time and then Ed uh, you you talk about all the way late into the first half Ronald Awatts 45 yard rush they did not capitalize on that drive to finish out the half so yeah UTEP did leave points on the board they could have beat Southern Miss by a lot more tonight I think at times you could argue that Southern Miss could have flipped the script and really taken momentum into their own hands and kind of gotten either a lead or or made this one close but UTEP definitely could have killed them by a lot more in this one
1: yeah and let me say something I was in Vegas last last year and saw the Louisiana Tech game and we scared them And we were right there with them. And I'm telling you, this is going to be a hard game for the Vegas to pick because I'll tell you what, we have a lot of momentum right now. Now, There's one other thing I want to say that people don't realize. There is a lot of players that are coming off the bench, especially on defense, and it just is a tribute to what these coaches and Demo have done to give this team the depth. There is a lot of guys coming off the bench and making plays. And Keenan Stewart was hurt. He's been banged up. Yeah, that's what Josh Ortega did. So I am I'm fired up, but I'm telling you what, I'm loving it. This is history as we speak right now.
0: I like it, Ed. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks for calling in. 880-5763. That is our telephone number. A hyped up Ed who calls us here on the show. Let's go to Homero, who's joining us on the phone lines right now. We've got two lines available. If you'd like to weigh in and talk about UTEP football, now is the time to do it. Our phone line is 880-5763. That is the number to get into the show. Homero, what's going on, my man?
8: Hey, bro. How you doing? Doing great. How about yourself? Great, great. Hey, first of all, let me give a shout-out to the best guy in the world, John Teicher, man. I tell you what. Oh, yeah. I've been following, I've been following this guy since the early 80s. He's the best, man.
0: He is the um, best. That's why we had to you know, open up the he, show with one of his calls on defense, just talking about how great this defense was. I'm with you, Omero.
8: You know, one of the things is that I've been following touch for many, many years in the radio. I do not go to the games without having my radio to listen to Tosh. But my question is this. You know what, um, this coach, um, when he got hired, I loved him. The thing is, the question that I have for you is this: is um, what do you think about now? Does he have the people now? Is uh, our coach now have the people that that in the future we're gonna have the best because of this coach? Because the past three years, ah, you know, it's not his fault. But now he's recruiting the best players because I see that. And I'm so motivated because of what he's done, especially this year, because for years previously, you know, like the same thing. It's like, oh, my God, what's happening? But I'm so motivated. What do you think about this coach now? Yeah, I Is think he's going to continue
0: I think that's a great question. I think he's been able to recruit, uh, re- you know, really good products. I mean, you just look across the roster. It's made up of guys who come from the junior college ranks, which we haven't seen from a lot of college football teams recently. And then it's also a mixed bag of guys who've just actually been developed through this process. There's very few guys who've emerged right away. One of those guys is Jacob Cowing, who might be playing on Sundays in the NFL eventually. I mean, as soon as this guy touched down on campus, he was pretty. Pretty much playing for the minor football team, uh, and he's been electric ever since at the wide receiver position. You could pretty much say the same for Praise Mayhule, although he redshirted his first year and really has come onto the scene in the past three games in a really, really big way. He's uh, he's made such a world of a difference on that defensive line. But you have to give credit to this coaching staff for recruiting the right guys. I think we had questioned this recruiting, uh, I guess, philosophy for way too long without really looking into it or giving it time to develop, and I think that was a big thing from Dana Dimmel. He always was very transparent about hey, it's going to take four to five years to try to turn this thing around. Years one, two, and three weren't pretty by any means, and year three wasn't really to his fault. It was the pandemic that really uh, hampered a lot of different things, but what I'm trying to get at is it took time. It took development. It took a process for this UTEP football team to get where it is now, and it took a a lot of different Trial and error I think as well But you saw what head coach Dana Dimmel did At the end of last year's season Sal you saw him fire his Two offensive and defensive Coordinators they got him to a Point but he wanted to get his team to a higher point than when they, where they currently were. And Bradley Dale Pevida's defense has been aggressive. They've been all over the place defensively tonight. The takeaways they had, the safety that they had, the interception, the forced fumble for a touchdown—that is uh, something that I haven't seen from a UTEP defense maybe ever, uh, as long as I've been born. You know, I mean, hey, I'm only you know about to be 25 <laughs> years old, but uh, still, Sal, no, th- yeah. this defense was sharp today, and that's a sign of an improvement just up uh, you know from top down and so to go to what Homero was saying yeah I, I think I see it I, I see it in the future how you can build this program to pretty much last with blue chippers with mm. junior college guys with diamonds in the rough with uh, graduate transfers or whatever it may be and then just build it like that build it with a lot of depth and just try to you know accumulate as much talent
3: as you can I think you said it best right there build all that depth because no matter who comes in offense or defense, they're ready to make a play. And there's one guy that I want to bring up who was crucial today, and that's Ray Flores, a guy who was huge for the minors. And I'm not just talking about, you know, five yards here, five yards there. These are conversions. He also had a truck stick today, which was amazing. This guy representing El Paso, and he's led a high school in a major race. So shout out to Ray Flores. And then uh, we also look on the other side, um, a guy in Josh Ortega representing El Paso and Montwood High School as well, a guy who uh, got the safety tonight. So these guys coming in making their plays, and if I'm not mistaken, I think Ortega started tonight, but uh, what I'm getting at though is guys are ready to play, no matter if you're a starter, if you're coming off of the bench, we see it, and within the past years, you know, UTEP has had like a star here or there, um, but not really much depth uh, in terms of firepower, but now guys are coming in off the bench, and ready to go and that's the difference um, along with experience, but that to me is the biggest difference between this this team and teams from years past.
0: Hey, appreciate the phone call, Homero, thanks for weighing in. 880-5763 880-5763 that is our telephone number as we continue totally different from years past I, I completely yeah. agree with you there Sal we've got two lines actually we now we got three lines available if you would like to call in now is the time to do it let's check in on Twitter a lot of tweets to get to let's catch up here Paul Reynoso tweets us minus the Boise game this is by far one of the best defensive teams the Miners have had in years they are winning and doing their part now it's El Paso's turn We've we've got to promote the heck out of the La Tech game in every way possible to help pack the Sun Bowl. Also tweeting us here is Rip City Trades, who sends us the Jersey Madness. And so did you, Sal. You retweeted that as well.
3: Yeah, and uh, I was wrong. It wasn't 64 to 35. It was 74 to 26. There you go. And 351 votes. Let me see if I can find out. Um, doesn't really say. And there's it's also on Instagram too, at the CFB network altogether. I don't know when the poll ends, but uh yeah. Check it out guys, give the miners a vote.
0: Eddie Morelos at the Mayor L C tweets the show, is it wrong that even as an Aggie fan, I'm excited for the minors? No, it's not, Eddie. I think if you were roles reversed, I think El Pasoans would still be, you know, excited for Aggie fans. You know, if that was <laughs> going to be the case for Aggie football, I don't know. I'm not I well, think I'm speaking alone. I, I'm on my own island. There are a lot of well, minor fans who are rolling their eyes right <laughs> now at me.
3: I'll say this though. Um when the Aggies went bowling and they won their bowl game, there was a portion of minor fans who were excited for the Aggies because this area, basically just uh, NMSU and UTEP, um, they're programs who have struggled for years and years, decades of suffering really, and whenever there's a glimpse of success, and it's not at the expense of the others, so what I'm saying is they don't play each other in the bowl game, I think you can smile a little bit.
0: I think we lost a couple listeners right there. Uh, Kelly (laughs) Kelly tweets the show, no, we cling on to whatever wins that we can, uh, like tonight. King Eric tweets the show, I told my cousin UTEP can win eight games if they really want it, the only one for sure loss, and I hate to be negative, is the UTSA game, but everyone else looks very beatable. Also tweeting us is Robert Utkidi, who tweets us, Knight and Hayward, monster linebacker duo. Hey, yeah, I mean, I'm with you on that. Breon Hayward ends tonight with eight total tackles. He finishes with a tackle for loss, a a one-and-a-half tackle for loss today, and that 55-yard Fumble recovery for a touchdown. Uh, Tyrese Knight, the other linebacker from Independence Community College, he finishes with seven total tackles. Also, 1.5 tackle for loss. Love that right there for those two linebackers. The Guru tweets the show, Yeah, UTEP will be stepping up in class, but I like UTEP's chances. La Tech tends to play down to group of five in FCS programs and play up against power five programs, but that's why they play the game. Let's go. Let's get it. Also tweeting us is Leo underscore minor fan. This win cannot be understated. It was a big road win. Historically speaking, we now know what this team can be. But will they be when they play La Tech and comes rolling into town? They should enjoy it and get ready ASAP for next Saturday. Hashtag picks up. Hashtag go minors. Hashtag minor talk. Ivan Pierre Aguida, tweets to show the only thing I have to say, Adrian and 600 ESPN El Paso, that the 11,000 fans like last week were amazing, but there is no reason that there shouldn't be 20 to 30,000 people in the Sun Bowl next Saturday. I'm tired of people only supporting with likes and retweets. Buy tickets. Hashtag minor Talk. What do you think about that one, Sal? I
3: mean, he's right. The Miners have earned a chance uh, for you to go see them, and Minetto said it best. Um, you know, they're worthy of the attendance. I mean, the outcome is is a whole other story. That's up to the Miners, but the fans can make a difference by being loud. We saw it against the Lobos. We saw it against uh, Bethune-Cookman as well. Heck, even over there in, uh, in Cruces against the Aggies, there was a fair number of Miners over there, but they're definitely worth uh, the price of admission. It's a Fun team to go watch. And also, how about this? They're playing for something.
7: Yes they're, yes, they're playing
3: for bowl eligibility, and it's not at the end of the season as well. So this is a team that's definitely worth the ticket.
0: So we got to hose down Joe Chacon, man. This guy's going crazy on Twitter right now. He's so excited. This defense came to play Offense sputtered at times, but when you have a defense that plays like that, you will always be in the game Uh, in the in the game conference championship should be the goal, not bowl eligibility. Let's get this hashtag web repping from Cali now hashtag Brock is my OG hashtag wife is listening. Hi, Joe Chacon's wife. I love that right there. Devious tweets the show. woohoo! Hashtag picks up. Hashtag go miners. Also tweeting us is Joe Chacon with a follow-up. That defense, that defensive fumble must be a top 10 play of the day, if not for ESPN, but for the minor fan base. When was the last time we saw that, let alone on the road and not get hype? The defense will be the key to this ten win season. Yep, I said it. Ten wins, quote me. Hashtag wife is now a listener. And that's coming from Joe Chacone on Twitter. Eight eight zero five seven six three. That's our telephone number as we continue here on Minor Talk. Let's go to the phone lines. Welcome on our pal Lou Romano from uh from CBS and K Fox. Lou, what's going on, my man? How are you? Yeah, I love how you
9: guys do this after each game. You know, it's great listening to you guys and getting your take and hearing what everybody has to say. So I'm so glad you guys do this. But I wanted to shed a little bit of light on Coach Dimmel when you guys were talking about recru- recruiting a few minutes ago.
0: Yes, yes, go ahead. I love this. What,
9: what, what a yeah, sure. What what a lot of people don't understand. You know, they just look down. Well, what are we recruiting? Or why are we recruiting? You have to understand what kind of a position Coach Dimmel was in, or any coach that comes to UTEP which basically is bottom of the barrel. And 50-50 down the middle as a coach here, okay, we've got to win some games now, but we also have to build a program. A lot of other coaches don't have to do that. They can do one or the other. Okay? Coach Dimmel was in a situation where he's got to do both. So, first of all, trying to get a kid to come here is almost impossible. Secondly, he's got to recruit guys who can win now, and he's got to recruit guys that will be around for a while. It's nearly impossible. Go ask Coach Martin at New Mexico State how difficult it is. So what Coach Dimmel has done here, in my opinion, is nothing short of amazing because he's got players that are going to be around for a while, and he's also got players that are winning football games for you now. It's amazing how he was able to do this.
0: Yeah, Especially and his and his coaching stuff. staff is is really played a big part in this. You heard uh, just after the post game show, him give a lot of credit to his assistant coach and Mike Simmons, also Barrick Neely, who plays a big role into all their recruiting. Big role, that's yeah, huge, yeah, and uh, you got to give those guys a lot of credit too, along with Dana Dimmel, because he he had the vision. He was the he was the guy who orchestrated this kind of turnaround and rebuild for UTEP football. And, and then you got to give all the coaches, the assistant coaches, a lot of credit for actually going out and recruiting these guys on the ground
9: oh without question i just want to make one more point but without question dimmel as you mentioned adrian dimmel had the guts to tell his coordinators this isn't working and go get some other guys in the middle of a rebuild you know so so coach dimmel's been around he knows how to coach football but to your point about the offense and 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 i know coach dimmel and he'll tell you this He's caught some heat for the play calling and, like you guys described, with the boring offense. But, number one, it's working. Number two, here's something to keep in mind. Okay, I think Coach Dimmel is smart enough to know that he had a good enough team to beat ODU, and he definitely had a good enough team to win tonight. Coach Dimmel might be saving that wide-open offense for the big conference USA games: La Tech, North Texas, UAB, maybe I'm just saying maybe. Well, what's the and offense though?
0: What what's the offense? Is it more passing? And like like what what is it? What are we waiting for?
9: Well, well, that's just it. We might not be waiting for anything. This might be he's teaching what he knows. You know. Yeah, and yeah, that's true. One with a loss to a team that beat the number ten team in the country today.
0: Look, why are you why are you going to if you're going against this offense right now and you're really trying to nitpick then that's all it is right there. You're just nitpicking. You you got to give credit to this offense for at least scoring, moving down the ball and and doing what it needs to do in order to win games. That's the bottom line.
4: That,
9: that, that's exactly what I'm saying. Man, it's working. Like your other caller said, it's working. I mean, are we honestly going to say, "Hey, we're five and one. We're UTEP, but man, we're, we're, our offense is lousy, and, and we're, we're not, we don't have this. And where are our tight ends? Men, men, they're winning the games. Okay, right. So, you know, enjoy it, and let's get to the Sun Bowl on Saturday and get them into a bowl game.
0: I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Hey, uh, speaking of negative negative callers, we had somebody who just got mad saying that this should be a blowout and saying that UTEP should be expecting to win. How about that one right there from one of our uh, Twitter followers who just sent us this?
9: Hey, you guys need to keep, keep something in mind, okay? And it took me a while to learn this also. Don't forget, it's Saturday night and it's late.
0: I love okay. it. Yes. So the
9: refreshments have been flowing. <laughs>
0: hey, and, and uh, we got a big boxing match coming up soon. Yeah, you're right. This is the right, pregame. Right, right. This is a pregame right here. Right, yeah. I love it, Lou. <laughs>
9: exactly. Good
0: job, guys. Hey, good, good job, work? Lou. We appreciate you. Thanks so much for calling in and, and tuning in as well. 880-5763. That's our telephone numbers. We continue here on Miner Talk,
3: Sal. It's so funny because he's like, guys, Miners are 5-1. Don't be like... Well, the offense this. So he basically said, don't sound like Sal. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, though. No,
0: but I, I'm, I, I'm in the same boat. But, I mean, come on.
3: I mean, you know what, though? I hadn't considered that point. I mean, maybe he knows the firepower that this team has because at the end of the day, it's not like he doesn't have him throw the ball. Maybe he is saving that for later on in the season. Hopefully that's the case. But that's the but, only thing, right? Like,
0: that's the only if thing way to
3: look at it in a positive light.
0: Well, that's the only wrinkle that he could throw, like Dana Dimel could throw at you as far as play calling is if maybe okay, so let's say we side with Lou on the on the side that hey, they they haven't really shown everything in terms of their offense. They haven't shown all of their play calls so far. If we side on that, then maybe the only way that that would be the case is what? They they come up with new passing plays, they have four receivers, uh go out on passes every down. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that like I guess I think they're going to stick to what they know, and what what they know is what we see. is It's just a ground and pound offense. It's a run first base offense. It's very uh, Kansas State oriented. It's that style.
3: I mean, at the end of the day, we're looking at a minor team who've been struggling on the ground, and they answer with 154 yards from AWOT. They also get a big 50-plus play from uh, from Cowing, And also, even though Hankins had 13 carries for 46 yards, 3.5 yards per carry, and in a game where those yards are kind of hard to come by, minus so, uh, you take away those big runs, um, that adds something. And also, miners passing a lot on first down this game, that's something we hadn't, seen much of before and if we did we didn't see much success of so how about starting this agent second and six second and four a lot easier than second and ten
0: i'm with you on that i mean put yourself in a better position taylor made tweets the show at 1967 do you think this team is better than the 0405 minors or is that a reach Big time reach, yeah, yeah. Not, I mean, come on, man. Those those teams were established. Actually, those teams were maybe that's what UTEP can become is like that o four o five team where you you finish off the year, great season. You have a lot of momentum in the off season. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking at you. Maybe they can get to that point. They're just not there right now.
3: They um, just—the reason why I say they're not there is got to have that offensive firepower because you have Howard Jackson, you know, a guy who could run—I was was actually watching some bowl game highlights uh, the other week, but Howard Jackson who could reel it off. Also, uh, you look at Johnny Lee Higgins, an amazing receiver, Jordan Palmer, a gunslinger. I mean— they have the potential to be a special team for sure, but uh, I don't want to compare. Maybe these two teams can be great in their own way.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that's the case is they're totally different. It's just kind of a totally different even era to compare. Uh,
3: not only that, but the offense was different too. They yeah. don't even run the same style.
0: Yeah, there was so much high flying back then. You know, with Jordan
3: Palmer, that, that kind of offense over there. And actually, I want to mention a, a, an underrated guy throughout his tenure was um, Jake Sears. Nice name. In, L- yeah.
0: I love it. Good name right there, Sal. 880-5763. That's our telephone number as we continue here on Minor Talk. We're also at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Remember, in this game, it was the defense that came up big. It was a fourth and goal stop that the defense had to stop uh, Southern Miss from tying things up or you know, even potentially getting them within one score. Really, really awesome play uh, by by that defense. Um, tonight, you saw a lot of takeaways. First off, cornerback Dennis Barnes. You saw Praise Amehule have a strip sack. And then Breon Hayward, the linebacker, return it for 55 yards. You also saw a safety, a sack safety by defensive end Josh Ortega to give UTEP two points. Uh, A lot of scoring from this UTEP defense tonight, which was also very impressive. 880-5763, that's our telephone number as we continue here on Minor Talk. We're going to take a timeout right now. When we come back, more phone calls a lot of tweets to get to as well we're presented by the oscar adieta agency and you're listening to minor talk only on 600 espn el paso all right welcome back minor talk is live he is sal Montes. i'm adrian Bratis. as we continue here on minor talk got storylines to get to from over the week here for utep athletics utep sports Sprinkle in some volleyball talk here as well, as uh UTEP volleyball came off a big day as well. We'll get we'll get into that. The UTEP volleyball team won its first conference match of the season via a sweep against La Tech. It started on Friday. Senior outside hitter Paulina Perez Rosas led the team with 10 kills, seven digs, one block. Yeah, this team is is uh bouncing back in a big way, went through a little bit of a lull. Twelve and four on the season, one and two in conference USA, they needed this win in conference play in a big way, Sal.
3: Yeah, big time. This is a team who started out hot to the season, got some big wins. Uh, basically off to a historic start, for real. Shout out to Coach Wallace and company, um, but kind of had a little bit of a setback against the Rice Owls. It's one of the best teams in the conference year in and year out, too. That's, uh, that's always going to be a tough match, no matter the team that UTEP has, no matter the team that anybody else has. Rice is usually going to be a tough one, but uh, the Miners able to bounce back, get it done against Louisiana Tech, and uh, hey... They beat Louisiana Tech, so maybe the Miners can get some of that volleyball magic on the football field.
0: I like it. I like that. And then next week they take on Southern Miss on the road. That's the volleyball team. Uh, They beat uh, Louisiana Tech in back-to-back games. So that happened Friday, yesterday, 3-0 sweep. Tonight, uh, tonight, 3-0 win. That was uh, all UTEP volleyball right there. More storylines to get to. And we touched on this a little bit, but I want to get into this just a little bit more. The offseason coordinator change for UTEP. I mean, they switch over from Mike Canales' offensive coordinator. They bring in Dave Warner. And let's be honest. I mean, Dave Warner comes in as a uh, you know quarterback guru whisperer, so to speak, uh, for Gavin Hardison. That's why he came into this program to begin with. And you look on the defensive coordinator side. Mike Cox was the uh, defensive coordinator for UTEP through the Data dimmel tenure. Uh, but... He got fired last year by the the coaching staff, got let go. Now UTEP turns to Bradley Dale Pivato, who's shown an aggressive approach. Now it's pretty much the same defense as we've seen before from UTEP. It's that 4-2-5 setup where they've got the four down man um, you know, at, at the defensive line, and then the two linebackers and Breon Hayward, Tyrese Knight. They've got the nickel corner, who's Dennis Barnes is here, along with their four secondary members. So I like this defense a lot. I think that you know, their third 31st in the country in total defense. I expect them to move up. Aside from that Boise State loss where they gave up 54 points, this defense has been absolutely stout, especially the past three games. Look at what they did. They they shut out New Mexico in the second half against Old Dominion. They're able to have some really key stops late in the game to give them a 28-21 victory. And then tonight, what they're able to do and all the takeaways they were able to get, but not just takeaways, turn them into points because the offense wouldn't get the points for them.
3: Yeah, they had to get it any way that they could. And uh, something interesting, Adrian, that we talked about is um, right before the game, rather, that the Miners had to win the quarters. I wanted to see them win three quarters or more. Well, they won two quarters. They lost one quarter, and one quarter was a tie. But the quarter that they lost was by one point. So they scored five points in the fourth quarter, two of those at the expense of the defense. Um, But when we look at it in the second half, nine points uh, brought to you by way, or eight points brought to you by way of the defense if you take out the field goal and extra points. So when you add that into the mix they outscore Southern Miss in the second half eight to six.
0: Oh, wow that's it that's really interesting right there Sal uh and eight eight zero five seven six three telephone number to get into the show but going back to the coordinator change I, I just think that was so big for UTEP it was subtle and it was it was one of those high pressure uh things that you do as a head coach because if you're changing coordinators you want to keep the continuity that the team had to try to build on the um, quote-unquote improvement they had from the three win uh, season last year a pandemic shortened year, uh, but still, UTEP got the most out of these coordinators as soon as they got onto the scene. It felt like they just clicked right away in the spring, and yeah. now they're reaping the benefits right here.
3: No, that's huge. And they believed in uh, Coach Pivato from the very beginning. I think that's an uh, imperative to this miners' defense. I mean, we look at the years past, and the miners kind of sticking with the same method, the same routine, and They're doing that this year, but what I'm getting at is it can be demoralizing when you try and try and try, and it's just not working. But this year, they're sticking with the method. They're sticking with the plan. And it's a lot easier to do that when the team's winning and and when you're having success. Um, But one thing's for sure, though, it seems like everybody on this team has bought into whatever part it is, whether they're on special teams, if they're on defense, offense, if they play a mix of offense and special or special and defense, they're completely bought in on the philosophy. And not only only can you tell by the way that they play in terms of uh, the hustle and the effort, but um, they look like the chemistry is on 100 right now on defense. I mean, they know where guys are going to be and they trust each other to make plays.
0: This is a, a really valiant team effort right now that we're seeing from this team. I'm with you. Uh, they have the chemistry there. They have the momentum on their side. They feel confident like Taisha was saying in the broadcast. They play with more swagger uh, that they have before. So this is good. They're confident and they're actually winning. This is good for UTEP football. Yin Yang Samurai tweets the show. How about the fans actually go to games, worry about the experience rather than worrying about who is not there. Hashtag minor talk. Also, YYS tweets us, wow, Lou Romano is actually calling into minor talk. All that's left is for Steve Kaplowitz to do the same. That's that's great. Um also tweeting us is Ed McDonald on the show. The bottom line is there's a lot of people that are contributing to your to UTEP's success, offense, defense, special teams. It's a total complete team effort with coaches and staff. Miss Stephanie tweets the program road wins build character, confidence, and makes a team believe they can win. Congrats to the coaching staff for preparation and congrats to the players for showing up and getting that W. You. Hashtag minor talk.
3: You know what? I love that tweet because she mentioned the road, right? And in the first half, when I think it was after Southern Miss's touchdown um, that they got on their first drive, uh, the miners tried to respond, or maybe somewhere anyway, it was in the first half. And you could tell that the rock was getting a little bit loud, getting a little hostile. The miners didn't really fare too well on that drive when the when the crowd was going just absolutely berserk and how do they respond though they make the proper adjustments they make the right plays and also they play like they expect to win too i think they expect more from themselves not just a hey go out there and make a play they expect to dominate and by way of those proper adjustments and the big plays that they made time and time again, you, you can pick so many different guys. Um, they rose to the occasion on the road, too, so I love that she mentioned uh, the character part. Eight
0: eight zero five is the telephone number if you'd like to duck in a late call to Minor Talk. Now is the time to do it. Eddie Morello's che- checking back in. Uh, he says, just watched Alabama lose while listening to Minor Talk. I love that right there. We're watching the same thing here, Eddie, while we're on Minor Talk. Hey,
3: hey Eddie, the Aggies one i love it
0: there you go eight eight zero five seven six three telephone number as we continue here on the show Leo underscore minor fan tweets the show, guys, I don't believe it's that boring. If you're comparing it to air raid, okay, sure, but not as boring as the first few years because this year is year four and the talent is there. So I beg to differ. The defense sure makes it up for it too. I get why folks might say that, but it's not really completely and wholly boring. There are more passes being thrown. Uh, I I don't know. I'm not saying it's like completely boring. I'm I'm not uh, on that train right there, Leo. I'm saying sometimes the offense gets a little one dimensional. Sometimes it's a little predictable, you know, at points it's working. So I'm not trying to nitpick too much. It's working. UTEP's winning Uh, when it's not when they're not winning or when they're not converting and when they're not producing on offense, then we can hold them accountable and revisit this conversation. YYS checks back in on Twitter. The games with UTSA, UAB are really the toughest games on their schedule, guys. Those games will say a lot in terms of playing teams that are on their level, if not better talent-wise. Yeah, I agree completely with YYS there.
3: And you know what I love about that, too, is that's later on in the schedule. So this team should have a lot more time and a lot more games under their belt. This could be a team that is a lot better by that point, or it's going to be a team where the other teams have a good idea of who this Miners team is, and can you know kind of scheme some ways around them to slow them down or stop them?
0: So we've got a uh, Jose online, one uh, um Jesus Jesus is joining us on the phone lines right now eight eight zero five seven six three Telephone number as we continue, Jesus, what's going on?
6: No, nothing, just uh, just very happy for another win. Uh, I've been uh, waiting for a season like this for years, and I'm actually very, very excited this year. Um, I just wanted to point out that um, uh, um, uh, the, the offense is doing well. I would, I would uh, like for them to maybe, you know, uh, do a little bit more play action, but uh, they're winning games, so I cannot complain, you know. They're, they're winning games, they're, and, and they're doing what they have to. And uh, second of all, uh, my last point is that sometimes I do see that the defense is making some unnecessary penalties, like to continue drive from the other team. Like I, I remember against Old Dominion last week, that actually happened before halftime. You know, we, we had actually already stopped them. And then, uh, what was it, a late hit, I think, 15 yards. The drive continued and they scored a touchdown. And then I think it happened again today but it didn't result in uh, it didn't result in points. But um it's still it's still that, you know, and then against La Tech it could it could you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, great point, Jesus. Yeah, I really like the points that you brought up. I mean, defensively, you got to get rid of those penalties that you go through. It seems like it's a weekly occurrence for this UTEP football defense. And I think you and I are, are in the same boat when we talk about these things. I feel like some people think that we're nitpicking at this UTEP, uh, you know, team in general. But I think we're just holding them accountable. And you know, I think you would agree that you're generally positive and more optimistic about this team moving forward. So it's just the small things. If they can, compl- if they can clear up the small things. That's when we're talking about this team being a true contender in this league and being very competitive.
6: Exactly. Yes. Definitely. Um, we're we're just a um, those little things a way to becoming like a real thing in Conference USA. So I think we just need to clear those those stuff, and we should be we should be even uh, why not even think for a Conference USA championship. You know why not? There you not? go. But um, but um, we gotta clear those little things.
0: Good job Azus. Appreciate the phone call man. Thanks for weighing in. 8805763 telephone number to weigh in on the show. Also tweeting us here is Chris Banks 21. Wasn't Coach Canales supposed to be the quarterback guru? I think it will be hard for Hardison to um sorry It'll be hard for Hardison to really grow if they don't give him more chances to throw it around. So I agree with your second point. It's hard for Hardison to grow if they don't give him more chances to throw it around. 17 pass attempts today. I get it. He had an interception. It was costly, but he wasn't put in the best position. And Dana Dimmel even talked about it. He held himself accountable, saying that I called the check down. He he called the pass, and it wasn't necessarily Hardison trying to do that right there. Now, I, I will say this. Canales was supposed to be the quarterback guru. Dave Warner was supposed to be that guy who who's a quarterback guru who could take you to that next level, who's worked with higher caliber quarterbacks. I guess that's the argument. I'm not saying it's factual. That's the argument right there, Chris. Um, and, and I don't know. I mean, I think for Dave Warner, the – the thing with working with Hardison this offseason is helping him with the things that are just beyond the arm throw, the mechanics. Like He's got all those things down. Hardison has everything there. It's how to analyze film. It's how to read defenses. It's how to change plays at the line of scrimmage and what plays to change them to. So that, That's kind of the thing right there as far as uh, what Dave Warner brings to the table and how he's helped this offense kind of grow. Um, Pinky tweets the show. He's checking in. Says that he's listening to Minor Talk at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. We appreciate that, Pinky. Always appreciate you tuning in whenever you have a chance. YYS tweets us, this minor offense is like those old Pete Carroll's Princeton offense teams. Wasn't pretty, but still got the job done. LOL, hashtag minor talk. How about this one? UTEP Minetto tweets us, when the Aggies went bowling and won the, their bowl, I cheered for them. Hashtag minor talk.
3: Hey, there it is. That's one of the biggest minor fans out there. I mean, he's UTEP Minetto. For uh for all sake. I mean, come on. If he could smile a little bit, you could smile a little bit for the Aggie success too.
0: Okay, I got that. UTEP Zay, who's a great Twitter follower at five and one minors, despite winning the last three games, we just haven't been aggressive when we need to be. When we're up, we need to stop running it every play and air it out a few times. So I, I think a lot of minor fans don't like the closer games. They like they I think Dana Dimmel knows that they're in control. That's the difference is he thinks, okay, we're in control right now. We're going to win this, you know, as far as as, uh, this game no matter what. But I I think that UTEP fans would rather see that kind of them distancing themselves and winning in that fashion. I don't know. It's just kind of interesting right there, Sal. Uh, But I I think that it's just kind of the different philosophies right there. Dana Dimmel winning how he knows how to win.
3: You know what? I'll give you my thought. But before I do, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification.
5: Streaming worldwide through the 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app. 600 ESPN El Paso. is K-R-O-D El Paso, a Town Square media station.
3: All right, we're back on minor Talk, and uh, I have the response now, Adrian. I, that was so what, smooth. Good job. <laughs> that was I, perfect. Yeah, I, I was uh, very close, let's just say that. But um, how about this? With the Miners just not being, a, or in response to the tweet of the Miners uh, ha- having not been aggressive enough when they need to be, I understand it. Um, kind of seems like when there's a lead and they want to close it out, the play calling could be just, you know, very run heavy. But, I mean, when you look at today when the pass wasn't really working and you have a guy like Ronnie Awat who finishes with 154 yards, uh, a long run of 45 yards as well. I think his touchdown run was 15 yards. Um, you kind of want to stick with what's working. And also the defense was on fire in that point. So I understand why. My, the miners did that but when I also look at his point of view I could see why because years past they're doing the miners are doing now what they've done before the only difference is it's working now that's that's really the only difference okay I got I, you I have no scientific factors behind that it's literally just the result.
0: Joe Chacon tweets the show, you forgot about Lauren Sam, Brandis Dew, uh,
3: Jose Martinez, Tyler Abel. Am I saying that right? Tyler Abel, yeah. Matter of fact, I have a, I have an interesting response. So this is kind of straight off, but it brings back to mind. As I promise. There was a tweet that uh Shahan J. Raja had mentioned, um, and, and he asked, who is the best Number one true freshman that you saw or when you saw for the first time, he was going to be a star. And um, I think my response would be, I can't remember if he was a true freshman or not, but I'm going to say a name that's going to make everybody smile. Donald Buckram. I don't know if you all remember Donald Buckram. That screen touchdown that he had against, I think, UAB. True freshman, if I'm not mistaken. I'll look it up. I'll even run some of the highlights. John Teicher with the call too. a guy on the road getting it done against UAB. Incredible, incredible touchdown. And if it wasn't UAB, it was Marshall. But best game of all later on in his career against Houston. 240 something yards, I think four touchdowns, defeating the Cougars at home when they were ranked number ninth, I think, or 11th. I'll look that up. But yeah, those are some names.
0: Donald Buckram, best to not make it into the pros, in my opinion. I mean, he was best to wear, one of the best to wear a UTEP uniforms to not make it into the league. Definitely. Completely agree. Yeah, I love Donald Buckram. Great name that you brought up. Hey, uh, Jonathan Byers tweets the show. Meanwhile, I vowed to keep NMSU off my resume. I want nothing to do with NMSU, despite their fans being hospitable to me. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it, Jonathan Byers. Some people just won't move forward. Uh, going back to storylines, our previous segment, want to talk a little bit about uh, the the you, uh, the Southern Miss jerseys. I wrote this down. I was like, hey, talk about how bad the jerseys are. Yeah, these jerseys suck, man. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that – so UTEP <laughs> definitely wins the jersey battle. The white unis are beautiful. I love how they go white on white on white, like you said, with the uh, orange helmets. My biggest problem is those Southern Miss jerseys. The font on the back of the jerseys, like if you have a short uh, last name, and I'm talking about that short in letters. So like Montes, oh, yeah. compared to, like so Broadus, I'm mine is like small and like scrunched in. Montes would be large and stretched out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like so saw, that's
3: weird. Uh, was it Lang? Uh, yes, his was yeah. like all across his jersey. Uh, it looked, it looked like a like a my career jersey.
0: Yeah, it was in, bad in NBA 2K. It was really bad, man. I, I I thought those jerseys were awful. Um, that that was it as far as storylines go. Sal, I guess let's uh, let's wrap it up. Let's talk some awards right now on the show. And uh, let's do it. I think we got to give both things to uh, the defensive side of the ball when we're talking about our first award. It's our Golden Nugget Award of the night. This is usually given to our top UTEP athlete after every game, and it's brought to you by our great friends at Legacy Wellness Center CBD. When it comes to all things CBD Delta Eight. You name it, Legacy Wellness has you covered. They're near Upper Valley Urgent Care on the corner of Donovan and Red. Stop by today at 120 East Red Road. Our Legacy Wellness Center Golden Nugget Award winner is going to be Praise Amehule. What a game it was for Praise yet again, uh, balling out another game in a row. Uh, you, can, you can look at a lot of different players in this one. You could look at some honorable mentions like Ronald Awad, who had uh, uh, 17 carries for 154 yards and a touchdown. You could look at even Gavin Hardison at times, although he had an interception. You could look other places on the defensive side, like uh, Josh Ortega today, who had uh, two sacks in this one. But praise a Mayhule, five total tackles, two tackles for loss, two pass breakups, one forced fumble, along with that strip sack. Praise a Mayhule, have another day. He is our Golden Nugget Award winner after
2: Snapper's tonight's game. Back. Play fake, nice. Lang had the ball dislodged by Praise. It's picked up and now fumbled, and Hayward's got it. Hayward at the 40, at the 30, the 20, the 10. Breon Hayward has a minor touchdown. Praise of May, who lay, dislodged it. Tykeem Doss, really the left really tackle, tried to come up with it. He I'll lost it, and it went right into the arms of Breon Hayward, and he took it to the house. What
0: a monster praise was on that play. I mean, you watch the highlights on that one. Yeah, that was awesome right there. Praise Mehule. Have a day. He's our player of the game, our Golden Nugget Award winner. Now it's time for the drive of the game. Usually we're giving this on the offensive side of the ball. Now it's time for the defense to come up big. Fourth and goal situation. Southern Miss has the ball. They need to score in a must-score situation, but the UTEP defense comes up big.
2: Tight ends on either side of the line. Walker comes right, cuts it upfield. He doesn't get in. He's tackled inside the one-yard line that minor defense has held.
0: And that Drive of the Game Award is brought to you by the Oscar Adietta Agency. UTEP defense comes up big to close out that drive. Take it from a locally owned insurance company like the Oscar Adietta Agency. There's a reason they've helped thousands of El Pasoans with all their insurance needs. There's a reason they've been around for over 24 years. Give them a call at 915-400-6000. They'll get started on a free, no obligation policy for you. Or visit them online at the Oscar Arrieta agency.com sal as we turn the page look over to louisiana tech next week utep's got a big one at home uh the whole the whole conversation i'm gonna give you the whole conversation for this week number one utep never beats louisiana tech and how are they going to do it this week and number two how can utep get more fans in the stadium as they host the bulldogs
3: well, I would say that um, UTEP has very little, if not no, success against a Skip Holtz team. I believe he was at East Carolina before. Guy who's a winner, no matter where he's at. Yep. This is a team who's going to be ready to go. A guy who's going to look at every single aspect, every flaw, and um, enlarge it for the benefit of his team, which is the Bulldogs of La Tech. So that's going to be a challenge for sure. It's, it's going to come down to more than just talent and heart. Also coaching as well. Expect a very, very solid and fundamental La Tech team to come in. Miners need to be ready this will be one of the toughest games of the season for sure and uh, i'm sorry agent what was the second part
0: well so so uh um, you know how are they gonna get fans back in attendance That's a big thing
3: so uh definitely promote on social media promote 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 like crazy it doesn't matter tell
0: your friends tell your grandma exactly. tell your dog
3: let everybody know it doesn't even matter if you told one person a billion times Keep on putting out the word. It's also on us to promote this game as well On uh, with the promos that we I feel, run. I feel
0: like we do. So you do a good job on those promos.
3: I try. Wait till uh, <laughs> I'm not going to ruin it. Let's just say keep on listening to the promos. But also, um, I think media is going to do their part. Steve is going to do a great job on Sports Talk, uh, bigging them up. So uh, also in large part, too, the players are even promoting the team and everything on social media as well. The sponsors, Oscar Arieta, everybody who takes a part in UTEP football, the fans are doing a great job. kind of seems like social media is the number one way to go, but that's where everybody's at. Promote, promote, promote. I want to hear more commercials. I want to see more um I want to see more commercials on TV as well. But really, it's just about getting the word out there. But they need to emphasize the the potential of um, being bowl eligible with the win.
0: Yeah, that, that's the sell. You, you said it right there. That's the sell. The, the marketing for this week just needs to go like this. Come watch UTEP try to get to a bowl game or, or become bowl eligible for the first time since 2015. That's yeah. it. That's it right there. End of story, period, at the end of that one. Goes next Saturday to the Sun Bowl to watch UTEP try to become bowl eligible for the first time since 2014, and uh, watch a good team, watch a team that's really trying to turn things around and uh, really trying to rejuvenate. You know, really, um, you know, come off this rejuvenation and show what they can truly do uh, to to actually get to a bowl game. I'm I'm with you there, Sal. I got you. This will be an interesting one. Louisiana Tech did not play this week. They lost uh, last week to number 23 NC State, 34. 27. Uh, they beat before that, they beat North Texas 24-17. That was a final on September 25th, but Louisiana Tech was at home. They were watching the Miners. They're scouting them. That means they know everything that UTEP is going to be bringing to them next week at the Sun Bowl. Should be a really, really interesting game, Sal.
3: And you know what? It's interesting you brought up uh, their bye week because they got to rest up anybody that's banged up, but uh, more importantly for the Miners, a non-expensive road trip. An inexpensive road trip where you kind of look across the board and nobody um, who's not going to be able to play against the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs who played in tonight's game.
0: Yeah, no, I'm totally with you on that, Sal. I'm really looking forward to this one in a big way. This is it. This is the one that tells you if UTEP can actually – contend for something bigger than just bowl eligibility i think they're yeah. gonna get it i really look at the rest of their schedule utep's gonna do it as far as get to the bowl eligibility barring some disaster utep's got it they've got north texas on their schedule rice those are those are potential winning games la tech florida atlantic utsa this is a tough three game stretch yeah by by no means is this a cakewalk utep is hey I, I mean they lose to la tech i'm not very disappointed at all i think that's it's it's going to be a very tough game. That's all I have to say there.
3: Yeah, we're going to find out how real this team is against Louisiana Tech and a couple more games throughout the season, but one thing's for sure, they've earned uh, they've earned that right for people to go out there and see them. That's for sure.
0: Most definitely. Sal, great job as always. Appreciate all you do. That's Can't wait you, for man. next week. Nah, it's all you, That's man. It's all you. I appreciate it as always, man. Uh UTEP defeats Southern Miss 26 to 13. They improved to 5 and 1 on the season. For Sal Montes, I'm Adrian Broaddus, not going to Sports Talk Monday through Wednesday. You'll hear me back in action Thursday, heading out of town for a little r and I'll be back in action. We'll have Minor Talk next week as scheduled. We'll also have Football Friday night as scheduled. But for Sal Montes, again, I'm Adrian Broaddus saying so long. Thank you so much for listening to Minor Talk, presented by the Oscar Eddie at the Agency, only on 600 ESPN El Paso.
1: Been listening to Minor Talk, presented by the Oscar Yeta Agency. Pick up a clear bag at any one of their seven locations across El Paso. If you missed any of Minor Talk, listen to the show on demand by downloading Minor Talk wherever you get your podcasts.